Hello, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring from Seattle, USA. And I wanted to talk about something that's a little controversial today, which is being a carnivore and being a meat eater. As some of you know, I'm really passionate about nutrition and health for both mental and physical aspects of being alive. And uh, I think nutrition is one of the most powerful things for our health. And with all the environmental concerns these days with plants and animals and um, the ecosystem, the carbon footprint, uh, pollution, extinction, all of the things, all of the issues going on, pesticides, hormones, antibiotics, um, animal cruelty, uh, GMO, you know, all the different things associated with. I myself am an ethical person as much as I can be. And my cat, it, my cat and I are both pretty much on carnivore diets right now uh, for health. And my cat actually is mildly diabetic. And I switched him to a raw meat diet. And so far he's thriving and it's been a year and a half or something, almost two years maybe. Um, and I get him special raw meat from the health food pet store. And he has gained a little bit of weight because as a diabetic cat, he was a bit thin. And the vet said I might need to give him some insulin. To make a long story short, uh, I actually got insulin for him, but I haven't had to give it to him. It's a bit of a risk giving a cat insulin um, because their blood sugar could get too low if you give them too much insulin. And then the solution is to give them carbohydrates, which is bad for them in the first place. And so I opted instead to give him a species-appropriate diet and avoid having to give him insulin, which is actually the same thing that a lot of humans can do. Uh, people can work with their doctors on this if you find a doctor that is educated and open-minded about how to lessen your need for medication if you are diabetic or pre-diabetic, which uh, they say up to 65% of Americans at this point are pre-diabetic and heading towards being diabetic. And that is because of the over-consumption uh, of carbohydrates, sugar, and processed foods, which is really hard on the pancreas in addition to eating every two or three hours several times a day and constantly snacking, every time you eat something, your body has to secrete insulin to help digest it, to get your blood sugar to stay at a healthy level. And eventually, if you overtax your pancreas, then you become insulin insensitive, insulin resistant, they call it, and then your blood sugar might suddenly get too high, and then they tell you you're pre-diabetic or actually diabetic. The way to avoid this, prevent this, avoid this, or uh, help it get better if you're in that situation is, of course, to get exercise. Mostly I go for walks every day. I am not diabetic or pre-diabetic, but I have gotten leaner and leaner and leaner by uh, first starting to intermittent fast and then starting to cut out carbohydrates and sugar and increase my healthy fats. And when I say healthy fats, I mean natural fat like butter, avocado, eggs, and full fat dairy and whole 
uh, meat that has the fat left on it, and I eat all the fat that's on the meat with the protein in the meat. And I am trying a carnivore diet right now, and I'm feeling so good. And there's sort of a stereotype that if you're a meat eater, uh, you don't care about animals and you don't care about the environment. You just want to eat something that tastes good and not really think about what it all means. I'm here to say that I am not one of those people. I, there are such a thing. There is such a thing as ethical meat eaters, carnivores, and I'm one of. I like to think I'm one of those. Um, I shop at the farmers market and I go to a local butcher shop here in Seattle. And I get as much pastured, organic, grass-fed things as I can. And I've since found out also that people who are vegan and think that they are, like I admire the sentiment. I used to be vegan. I was vegetarian and vegan off and on since I was about 15 years old and I'm now 50. So I have experimented with various different diets with omnivore, vegan, vegetarian, mostly plant-based with a little bit of animal products here and there. Uh, I've done all different kinds of things, taken lots of different supplements. I eat spirulina still sometimes and hemp protein powder and all kinds of different things. Try different exotic fruits like acai. Uh, but right now I learned that actually the agriculture in general, if you look up a guy called, called Peter Ballerstadt, I think is how you say his name. He's a an expert on ruminant animals, which are animals that graze and have uh, stomachs that ferment when they chew the grass. Uh, and they're the animals mostly that we eat when, you know, they're slaughtered and we eat them. Well, agriculture, plants and animal agriculture, like we all know that factory farming is a nasty thing and it's abusive and cruel to animals as well as it's not good for the environment because they don't replenish the soil the way they used to and the way they grow fruits and vegetables with GMO and pesticides and even organic vegetables sometimes they don't they don't fertilize the soil they use synthetic fertilizers instead of animal manure and blood from animals and so basically animal products used to be used if you still go to countries where they do farming in the old-fashioned way they have plants and animals being grown alongside each other, and then they rotate the crops. And the animal manure and animal products fertilize the soil, and it keeps the soil rich and healthy. And so the plants and animals work together, and then we eat both plants and animals. The agriculture business that grows plants for human consumption, there are a lot of rabbits and snakes and raccoons and field mice that are actually killed because of the way we do cropping with machines, it's nearly impossible to not accidentally kill animals when you're growing plants. And you use pesticides to kill lots of insects. So basically, even if you're a vegan, there are a lot of animals being killed so that you can eat your, your fruits and vegetables, which is an, a sad, unfortunate reality in the way, you know, there's so many human beings on the earth. So basically, even if you're a vegan, there are animals dying for you to be able to eat your plants, basically. And so there is no 100% cruelty-free way of living unless you actually grow all of your own food. Like if you have your own farm 
and you grow your own plants or animals for consumption and you treat them the way you think they should be treated 100% in the best ethical way possible and you slaughter your own animals or you harvest your own vegetables and you're careful to not use machines that would kill the mice or the snakes or whatever animals, rabbits, raccoons, whatever animals that are hopping through or birds that get caught in the equipment of big farms that are growing fruits and vegetables for human consumption. And, and as well, many, many insects are killed because they eat the crops. And so we need to kill the insects in order to grow the, the plants. So basically, no matter what you eat, there are some animals that are going to die. And if you eat animals, they are, of course, literally the animals are dying and you're eating them. I will say that for my mental and physical health, I am feeling so much better. I have struggled with mental health my entire life, anxiety, depression, moods, OCD. Uh, I think I might even have a little bit of an autistic tendency towards a chaos brain. Uh, it might just be that I'm introspective, introverted, and highly sensitive, and I have synesthesia, which means I see shapes when I hear music, which isn't really a problem at all um, because I don't hallucinate. I just, in my own head, see shapes and textures when I hear music. It just means that my senses blur things together and I have a strong sense of smell and I'm just highly sensitive with my senses. Uh, I'm eating lots of meat. I'm eating uh, duck eggs from a local farm, so it's pastured organic eggs, and I've met the chickens and the ducks that live on this farm. It's on Whidbey Island, and I get these eggs from the lady that has the chickens and the ducks, and I'm eating mostly duck eggs right now as an experiment, and I'm feeling really good. I feel less moody. I feel happier. I'm getting all the nutrients and I'm eating less plants. There's anti-nutrients in plants called lectins and oxalates, and I forgot the names of the other things, but some people react to different plants to varying degrees with arthritis and different things. I don't have any of those issues, but I am definitely uh, suffer from moods and irritability and depression and anxiety and just overall kind of a stressed out mood. And i have noticing that the more animal uh, products that I eat, the better that I feel. And there's lots of, there's a lady named Amber O'Hearn who is a carnivore and she's been that way for 10 years. And she had bipolar disorder, which is extreme moods up and down. Uh, used to be called manic depression. Now it's called bipolar. She says her symptoms of bipolar went away. There's also people that had epilepsy who their seizures go away when they're on a ketogenic, high-fat, low-carb, and or carnivore diet. Sometimes people's seizures actually go away altogether, or their seizures become much more mild. So these are some of the observations that I'm noticing doing research on the therapeutic effect of eating more animal products. And again, you can be ethical and eat meat. Um, it's a stereotype to think that if you're vegan or vegetarian, you care about the environment, and if you're a meat eater, that means you don't care about animals or the environment or your own health. And I'm finding that I'm feeling amazingly better. And there are many, many other people, not just me, online that are improving their health uh, by look up a lady named Michaela Peterson, and you'll find out about what she has done 
she had severe reaction to plant foods and she switched to a carnivore diet and that's the only thing that's helped her with her mental health as well as her physical health. She had hip replacement, ankle replacement, all kinds of strange joint pains and it was a reaction to eating plants and grains. So fruits, vegetables, and grains. Uh, seven years ago, I stopped eating grains and mostly wheat and wheat gluten, and my thyroid got better, and I didn't need to take medication anymore for low active thyroid. So I know that cutting down on grains has helped me, and now I'm cutting down on plants, and it's helping me. Uh, today, I'm having wild boar. I go to an Asian market here in Seattle, and I get... Um, I'm going to try ground duck. They have rabbit and ground duck. They have wild boar. They have alligator. I'm not sure if I'm going to try alligator. I feel a little weird about alligator. They have goat. They have organ meats. I'm trying pig brains. I'm trying, um, let's see, elk, wild boar, venison, camel. Um, there's so many different kinds of meats. You can get ground duck. You can get different kinds of meats at Asian markets, local butcher shops, and farmers markets. And you can you can find organic meats. And I'm noticing that I need to eat less because it's true. It is a little bit more expensive to eat carnivore than it is to just get grains or fruits or vegetables. Uh, you can also go to food banks, and sometimes they give away free meat, although it's usually not organic and grass-fed. But if you want to try to eat meat on a budget, you can try to get it at food banks and you can find bargains at different markets. I, I found a place in Seattle that uh, sells grass-fed ground lamb and it's like a lot cheaper than most other stores. So I have my different sources. I have two or three different stores that I go to plus the farmer's market. And I've noticed that the food I'm eating is so nutrient-dense that I'm needing to eat less. And so I don't also do intermittent fasting. And so I only eat about two meals a day. Um, but there's a lot of good protein and fat and vitamins and minerals in the animal products that I'm eating. You know, I'm eating whole fat um, yogurt. I'm eating a grass-fed whole fat yogurt. And I'm eating um, cheese from Europe that's raw and whole fat. And I'm eating um, duck eggs and chicken eggs and all different kinds of meats with all the fat left in and grass-fed butter. And I might get some uh, animal lard to cook with as well. And that even has vitamin D in it, some of the animal fat. So there's a lot of nutrients actually in animal fat. And it's sad to me that everyone's afraid of eating animal fat. Um, this is what humans have been eating for centuries. And because of our ancestors hunting and eating meat, we survived and we are here now. And it's only in the last, I think, 100 years or so that we've been eating more and more grains and carbs and sugar because it's basically a cheaper way to feed people. And it is sad that the human, uh, that there's way too many humans on the planet and it is really hard to feed everyone on this planet the way we do it right now. Uh, so I don't have the perfect solution, but I will say that you can be ethical and eat meat and that it is a stereotype to think if you eat meat that you don't care about your health or the environment or the animals. So I just wanted to share that uh, beyond the duality of, of vegan, vegetarian versus carnivore. Um, you know, there's the stereotype that if you eat meat, you, you go to fast food and you smoke and drink and you don't exercise and you don't care about your health. And that's not true. I I exercise, I don't smoke, I don't drink at all. 
I don't like alcohol. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't do any of that. Not that it matters if I did, but I am just an example of a non-stereotypical person who is very health conscious and very much tuned into animals and very much cares about animals. And I eat meat. I am a carnivore. And so just wanted to share that take on being an ethical carnivore uh, who cares about health and the environment. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. Follow your heart, follow your dreams, and enjoy the day. Bye for now. This is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. Thanks for listening.